Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's a... I mean, it's... Nope. No. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Rebecca. I'm Brendan. Uh, and I'm Hannah. And um, our Hannah is still in the land of Port Havers after her iconic disco hen over the weekend. Today, we are going to be chatting all about the incredible Dairy Girls finale. We're going to be bringing you our picks of the week. And we will have a voice note recommendation from a celebrity MasterChef winner. The glamour of that. OMG. But we won't lie to you, pets. Uh, we haven't actually watched a huge amount of telly this week, which is actually shocking as this is a TV podcast. But we do have a good reason because we were all together in Liverpool dancing on bars in Coyote Ugly, singing Celine Dion's back catalogue during an intense karaoke session and channeling our inner D.I. Kate Flemings and trying to solve a murder mystery in the function room of a holiday inn in a shopping centre. <laughs> Um, so we are now oh. going to cross over live to our hen. Hannah, how are you holding up? Guys, do you know what? I'm not doing great. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to dip out this podcast in a few because if I say under this duvet, I'll just suffocate and pass out. But um, yeah, I'm here for now anyway. And it was the best weekend of my whole life. I've actually never had so much fun. I've never laughed. It was everything I could ever dream of. And it was a complete total surprise. I didn't know where I was going. I was kidnapped into a taxi, blindfolded. I was given a Prosecco that was taken away from me so fast because I had to put a blindfold on because I was brought <laughs> to the airport. Someone told me it was like taken four. And then I got to the airport, still didn't know where I was going. <laughs> then someone gave my sister, gave me a scratch card that I scratched and it told me that we were going to Liverpool, which is basically my favourite city in the whole world but we got there and I still didn't know what I was doing walked into essentially we were saying in it above a Greg's above a Greg's which was iconic it was so on brand for us it was the, but the whole weekend was so on brand. Yeah. It was so it was the perfect level of trash. We had started drinking at ten o'clock in the morning on a weather spoon. We were staying on a strip above a Greg's. We doing karaoke. It was literally an evening with Rebecca Shackles and a friend now Lachlan who <laughs> were meeting my friends and family, like most of my friends and most of my family for the very first time. Oh, the time. first time, yeah. 
Um, and I heard, Brendan, I heard off one of the girls that you said because it was two different flights. I went out from Dublin. I was on the early flight and all the head cases came over later. And someone asked Brendan on the flight, do you think you'll do a bit karaoke later? And Brendan said, yeah, I might have a dabble. Cute to four hours that you couldn't get the man off the no. mic. It was no an audience with Adele special on ITV. The fact that Rebecca and myself have voices this week is a mi- nothing short of a miracle. No, we've no idea how. We shouldn't well, if you have, have any them. top tips because it's gravelly over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, we had such a laugh. It was absolutely hilarious from start to finish. And uh, so many funny moments now that I think that we will always hold close to our hearts forever. But like, that's it. It's the memories. And guys, I can't thank you enough. Everyone just loves you to bits. Everyone was dying to meet you. Everyone just fit in with each other. And it was just the best time my whole life. We went to Coyote Ugly. We were around in Wetherspoons <laughs> drinking. Two of the girls went around to get the table at Coyote Ugly. Two of the bridesmaids, absolute queens of my life, went around. And they said, it's a bit quiet around here. Maybe don't bring it around for a bit and we see if it picks up. Well, 10 past one, I have Instagram stories. My friends up on the bar crawling along. I didn't know they let you get up and dance, you see. Yeah. So Full we had the river time dance. our lives. And then, guys, the murder mystery that we did not day in. That poor man. <laughs> And Rebecca, tell them what you thought. <laughs> so I had read like the description from the murder mystery when uh, the bridesmaid sent ho- over the itinerary for the weekend. And it said, you know, actors will be there and we'll all be given roles or whatever. So I was pay- playing a very posh actress during the murder mystery. Hannah, you were basically Kim Kardashian. And um, Obviously. I was taking it really seriously or whatever. I was trying to pay yeah. attention to the storyline when we were sitting... At a round table in a function room. It was like being at like a works Christmas party. There wasn't a window in the room. No, there, <laughs> right? there was no natural light. <laughs> so it gave me real cruise vibes. Yeah. vibes. I just loved it. It was so uh, yeah, perfect. perfect. I loved that it we were in the holiday in. Perfect, right? But we were sitting there and um, the man came in first of all and he was wearing like a cloak or whatever yeah. and he was doing a big medieval type of thing. And um, then a few minutes later another man came in and he was dressed <laughs> as a rat. <laughs> and he was kind of meant to be like a Kanye West type character, right? So I turned around to Brendan and I went, oh my God, there's another actor, jeez. And it was the same man. It was the same man. He basically bust through, you know, the swinging double doors of the function room, did a very quick costume change. Now that's a stretch. Yeah, when you say costume, yeah. I think the man put, put on, on a, a pair, pair of glasses. glasses. He put on... like, oh my God, a different action. <laughs> He put on a pair of glasses and a hat and she thought it was another person. Blowing away. Until he changed again to be a policeman and she was like, oh my God, it's the same man. Bearing in mind, I was 75 vodkas ahead of Rebecca at this stage. The alcohol consumption on the Saturday, I didn't stand a chance to solve that murder. We had played Mr. and Mrs. before and for every question I got wrong, I had to do a shot at that because photo of us before we left. (laughs) How many questions did you get wrong? I don't know, 702, it felt like quiet. <laughs> I thought you did I have well. no recollection of getting to the Holiday Inn. I don't remember leaving the apartment. Oh, well, Brendan sent me a photo yesterday that if it ever gets out, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that know, photo's not one. allowed to see the light of day. It's no. not going on the internet. No. But also, can we just talk about the walk Twisted from the worst. walk from Mr. and Mrs. to <laughs> the function room of the Holiday Inn? 
So it was a, like I'd say a good 20 minute walk to get there on Saturday. On Sunday morning in the sober light well, of day. Now, yeah. Br- so, Molly Swan won't have that said. She said it was seven minutes. So look, right. at your own peril, you can way. tell her that she booked up 20 minutes away. <laughs> but it was the sober light of day on Sunday morning. We realised that if we'd actually turned right instead of left out of the apartment, we would have been there in like 90 seconds. <laughs> the, the hotel was beside where we were staying. <laughs> I was looking, I was looking for eye drops. Eye drops in super drunk the next day and Reb just pointed and went that's the hotel from last night and it was a stone's throw from where we were staying oh my so can I like that but I just it's the timing of things like I was that was my most drunk point the whole weekend and it was like half four on the Saturday like I have no recollection of getting that to that hotel apparently people were being brought up and down escalators and shopping centres and all by one of the girls everyone was just balubas and then we went to probably my favourite nightclub in the whole world which is Flares in oh. Liverpool and it was just it was just perfect oh yeah. my gosh it- I, yeah bearing in mind as well like this was as you say like four o'clock in the afternoon or six o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday people were out fully doing their shopping like there were Primark and, and M&S bags and, and then yeah, there were, think of the children and then us lot came along like not able to see past their own noses it was it was so funny and so much fun Hannah are you able to tell me so from my room on Saturday morning all I overheard was a conversation in your room and all I heard were the words <laughs> she slipped on a froob and to say I <laughs> lost it crying I like if anyone came into the room I was by myself I was in convulsions and I could not stop laughing are you do you know the story of somebody who slipped on a fruit yeah so my so my group of girls like I there's about 16, 17 of us and the majority of us I'd say about 12 out of that amount went to primary school together then most of us went to secondary school some broke off into another secondary school we collected a few more along the way but we basically we've all known each other for absolute years so the stuff that we have on each other the stories they go back to years so that story is about one of the girls I won't mention her but it happened in primary school <laughs> she ran across the yard she ran flying on a fruit up sm- <laughs> like nearly killed herself the like on the big concrete yard yeah, yeah, one I heard of the girls the- I'll tell you off my who it was nearly killed herself on a fruit and she's all <laughs> So like she's had a lot of strange accidents. Like she got she like, twice twice in school, like twice walking to school over the whatever sixteen years we went to school together, she got knocked down. So like she's just had a lot of unfortunate school related accidents. But um yeah, when the girl stepped on a fruit in primary school. Oh, we still we actually cry over it still. I'm sorry, to this day. The same person who slipped on the room got knocked down twice. <laughs> oh my god god love her <laughs> Jesus that is oh, oh my god um, another really funny story from the weekend oh, is myself and Rev were shared a room with two of the other girls who we'd never met before yeah and, uh, I met Claire Oh, uh, you'd met Claire. So we woke up. It was an incredibly on, intense room. Uh, we woke up on Sunday, and Claire had the audacity to turn around, <laughs> to turn around to me and Rev, and say, "God, you talk a lot in your sleep." I was like, "Claire, Ben, you have to shut the fuck up all night." So like, we were all just all. I think all four of us, definitely three out of the four, all apparently talk in our sleep. But at some stage of the night, there was a lull and we were all actually being quiet and asleep. And somebody, like when I say, burst into our room by accident, I think they're the wrong room, but they came thundering through the door, right? And Reb 
Philip got so surprised that in her sleep she sat bolt upright and was like, ah! like Frankenstein being resurrected. And the I duvet d- was uh, like up the wall. <laughs> Sorry, me and Reb were in the same double bed. I didn't even see this happen, but I heard it and felt it. And it's, it, I've laughed so hard about it ever since. I'm sorry. This is the first time I'm hearing this story because you cannot keep up with the WhatsApp. Oh, the WhatsApp? so many messages yeah. and photographs going into it. I, who Do we know who it was? Um, somebody did claim responsibility for that, but I can't remember who it was. Oh also, I love how I'm like saving the girls here, not giving out any full names, and you're straight in dragging Claire. For <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway, Claire, we love uh, you. It, it was, was, um, it was it the was best weekend. It really was. Like yeah. I knew it was going to be the crack, but I didn't like expect that. Like we would become like such good friends with everyone, like instantly. Like they're an amazing, amazing. That's bunch exactly of it. Like I knew everyone would fit in because obviously you're bringing a lot of family. Our Craig's family. Sorry, Breda Conley, an absolute icon. 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 icon of Zambia, a woman. Yeah. She's like, Jesus, they're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> my mom in flares or a little backpack but Love anyway it. you're bringing so many people together I knew everyone would get on because you're all the most amazing people in the world but I actually didn't think like friendships have been formed now that I'm not even involved in yeah, so yeah, I yeah. feel like You've we've got, got a whole new group so of friends well. so do I yeah, yeah. We're so no, it was an amazing weekend Hannah it was so so my dream so come true guys honestly it was a my dream come you true so thank you for being a part of it Aww. well we can't wait for the wedding and I think we need to let you go on vocal rest now I'm going to tell you five TV shows I'm excited about real quick just oh, so on. that we actually do talk about God. a little bit of telly. We're getting banged for um, our book out of her today. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to bang them out right though, guys. Hunted. If anyone doesn't watch Hunted on Channel 4, it started on Sunday. You'll get it back on all four or whatever it's called. Brendan literally tried to rip off that name for the podcast before we realised it needs to be called Trying to Tell you. But anyway... <laughs> It's 11 strangers, right? They fuck them out of a van or they just throw them out of a train station or whatever and you just have to leg it and you've got like ex-FBI, CIA people trying to hunt you down. If you can outrun that team for 23 days, you win 100 grand basically. Whoever's left wins the share of 100 grand. It's one of the most exciting shows on telly. I filled out the whole poxy entry form which took hours and nearly had one of the girls convinced to enter with me and then you have to be living and bleeding the UK. So anyway, look, I'd love if someone that we know went on because it's just brilliant is it a reality show reality it's real life it's so exciting me and craig love it so that was 9 p.m started on sunday then last week forgot to talk about this with all the excitement of the hen brassic which is honestly one of my favorite tv shows i just i just love them all in it they're brilliant and loads of irish loads of dublin in that as well yeah damien maloney's in that had this stunning event in London, which I mean, I'd sweat to be invited to next year if anyone's listening, called Up Next, where they basically tell you about their whole suite of shows that's coming out this year. And they drop the trailer on the same day and it's coming later in 2022. That's brassic. So very excited about that. Stranger Things season four comes back on Friday. I have to go. I actually can't believe I have to get on another plane today because I have to go and do something and I don't get back till Friday, but <laughs> I'll be watching that coming in two halves so we'll have the first half that now on Friday and then guys we got the second half in five ah. weeks on the 1st of July lovely after Glastonbury oh my God, I two more Big Jeez. Boys which starts on Channel 4 it's a six part series at 10pm if anyone's reeling after the Derry Girls finale which I think we all are has Derry Girl James um, Dylan Llewellyn in it and essentially it's set to explore the friendship between two boys from very different ends of the spectrum of masculinity so that's a six part comedy 10pm this Thursday. And then finally, guys, 
Flight Attendant Season 2. Don't know if either of you have watched it yet. You'll both love it. It's Kaylee Cuoco. Really, really juicy Season 1. I've never great things about Season 2. But sure, look, it's starting on Thursday on Sky Max and now. And it's going out as a box set as well if you fancy a little binge. Jesus, Hannah, fair You didn't come up for air there, did you? <laughs> uh, do you know what, guys? I'm underneath the duvet. She I have about 35 seconds of auction left, so I just had to get it out. <laughs> oh Thank you so much for that. Enjoy London and uh, wishing you a very speedy recovery after the best hen ever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I love you to bits. I honestly, you're two of my favorite people. My bridesmaids, none of them listen to this. I love you all so much and all my friends and family and thank you. And I can't wait to listen to this podcast later on, guys. Hannah, have a great time uh, on the plane. I don't know if I could say where you're going, but enjoy your Cheers, few Hannah. days away. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Bye, love. Now, I have a bit of TV news, Brendan, that um, I do think you will be interested in. I know oh, you haven't yes. read the book, but I do think the series is going to be fantastic. Um, so the trailer for Everything I Know About Love has been released. Yeah, this is the book. Yes. Yes. That Dolly Alderton wrote. It was released in 2018 and it's a memoir. Mm-hmm. Mm, right, so it follows four best friends. They're in their 20s, all of their bad dates, heartaches, humiliations. They all live together in London and Camden Town. Um, and it's really funny. The book is hilarious, but it's also quite sad at times as okay. well. Um, it's heartbreaking. So this is going to be a seven-part drama. Birdie is going to be played by Belle Powley. Now, you will remember Belle from The Morning Show. Season one, I think she had a bigger role. Claire Conway. Oh my God, I loved Claire. And I was really upset that they didn't use her more in season two. Same. So we're going to see a lot of Belle in this. And then Emma Appleton is going to play Maggie. And Emma previously starred in The Witcher on Netflix. Okay. Which I think has Henry Cavill in it. Oh, does it? It's a like fantasy Yeah, no, not for me. No, Not for you. Um, Now we had Craig Parkinson, a.k.a. Dot from Line of Duty on the podcast a while ago around Christmas time. And Craig did confirm that he is in Everything I Know About Love. Yeah. But we don't know who he's playing. 
No. We don't know anything about his role, but Craig Parkinson will be making an appearance. Um, <clears throat> so everything I know about Love, it's coming to BBC One from June 7th. It's going to be released every Tuesday for seven weeks. Um, or else all on the iPlayer, which we don't have. Which we don't have here. Yeah, but we've never mentioned that before. We will be watching everything I know about Love. Um, and yeah, if you loved the book, you're going to love it. And if you don't, I'm sure you're going to love it I haven't well. read the book, but I probably will watch that without having read it. I mean, do you know yeah. what? It's all up to do with, you know, in life, we're all trying to find the perfect partner. Yeah. We're always trying to find someone who we think is going to make our world amazing. But the reality is, your true love in life it's just within your yourself. No, it's your friends. It's, well, I mean, it's, it's also your happiness is within yourself, True, isn't it? But they are the loves of your life. No, so they are. It's, yeah. it's such a lovely, lovely book. So looking forward to that. Fabulous. So that's my TV news, right? Yeah. Um, we want to <clears> talk about our iconic TV moment of the week. Yeah. So Dairy Girls, yeah. yes, uh, the one-hour special. So last week when we recorded the podcast, we had just seen the 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 final episode. It was kind of weird the way that they phrased it that it was the final episode of that season last Tuesday, and then there was the hour special then coming out the the Wednesday after, or was it on the Wednesday or the Thursday? Anyway, it was the day after, it was yeah, the day after, and uh, it was. For me, 10 out of 10. Oh it was, my gosh. The soundtrack was amazing. The script was amazing. It was equal parts, hilarious and heartbreaking. It really wrapped up everything. Finishing on the, the day that they all voted in the Good Friday Agreement was just so moving and so poignant. Um, I also loved as well for that hour special that they kind of really brought back more characters who'd been in the last three se- the series. The ends were just tied up yeah. so beautifully. So, so well. Um, so um, Ardell O'Hanlon was back in it and he'd been in season, I think, maybe two, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and just the last 10, 15 minutes of that show, I just weeped, like just just gently weeped for the last 10, 15 minutes. It was... Um, it was written like so hopeful, like the, the, the messages that like when, um, when James was filming Aaron on the camera and that speech she gave and then the speech that like her granddad gave as well. It was just really moving to kind of see the older generation almost hand down hope to the younger ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grandpa Joe's um, um, conversation with Aaron at the end yeah. was just phenomenal. And then that scene of them all standing in the voting booth. Yeah. The polling yeah. boots and their faces. It was yeah, so good, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, Liam Neeson's face and then um, Grandad Joe leaning out uh, the, the little granddaughter by the hand and it was just like with the sign policy. It was brilliant. And then at the end, when we got the current, present day New York I City... I was so confused. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I was really hoping that it was going to be um, a James and Aaron situation. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was bloody Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Like, what the hell? What a guess. So in, uh, pre- I, th- I don't know if it was season one or two, they had written a letter to Chelsea Clinton, uh, basically inviting her to, to come over and stay in their gaff or something, I think. And uh, they tied it all back in and they got Chelsea to do a cameo and she read the letter on the doorstep and that was the very, very closing scene of the whole thing. And Lisa McGee, who wrote and created Dairy Girls, had herself written a letter to... Uh, the Clintons when she was younger. I read that somewhere. I think it was on Twitter. Amazing. Um, so what a full circle moment. Yeah. And I know that we knew that Nicola Coughlin wasn't going to be able to film as much in Dairy Girls because she oh was doing Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found that that was all done so cleverly um, and you did not notice that. If I didn't know that she had said that she was kind of less available because of Bridgerton, I would not have noticed. Not on that final episode. I think the train episode, it was, yes. it was more obvious. But on that final episode, it really wasn't. And even I've, I've watched it a second time since 
And even, you know, when she runs up to the wall at the end and the guys are all up on the wall, they're not, I didn't realise the first time I watched it that they're not in the same place. No. Nope. They, they were, she just wasn't there. No. Nope. It's so, so cleverly done. So, so well done. Um, and I do think as well, because they're going into their final year of school, that if they do do a Dairy Girls movie that has been heavily rumoured for quite a while, um, it could follow their, their final yeah. year. You know? Yeah, no. Um, and, and also, it's perfectly ended the way it is, but I do feel like there is such a huge appetite for yeah. more Dairy Girls. And I know you want to go out on a high, yeah. but I think everyone would happily watch a Dairy Girls movie if that does happen. I think they would, So, would, yeah. uh, Lisa McGee, thank you so much. It was an absolute ball so to watch. So good. And I, I, I did see a lot of people like online saying that they learned so much from it about the troubles, about yes. the Good Friday Agreement, about how... And I mean, right now more than ever, how precarious that whole situation is. And um, yeah, so like it was, it was also an education for a lot of people. It was just excellent, excellent television. Uh, now, I'm the same as Hannah and yourself. I haven't watched a lot in the last week. But one thing I did watch is um, The Staircase, episode five on now. Uh, it's called Suspicions. What I, I will watch this well yet, now. Brandon. What I will say is, you you wrote your dissertation in French, didn't you? I did a French thesis. It was French five thousand words, and it was about the impact of female directors on French film. Well, that'll serve you well because eighty five percent of this episode was in French. Really, there was just a lot of subtitles. It was a lot about the documentary makers, so it was in French. A lot of it, okay. A lot of subtitles. Oh, wait. The day that I put it on, I just wasn't really in the mood to engage with subtitles, so I will need to watch it again before I move on to episode six, which is out on Thursday. I think the Thursdays that they're yeah, dropping. They're on Listen, it's a phenomenal series. Tony Collette's amazing. So is Colin Firth. I mean, I usually watch Colin Firth, and I always think of. I know people think of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I think of Bridget Jones. Yeah, he's always same. that person to mm-hmm. me. This is really different role for him. Yeah, I'm. Probably because he's an American, but also it's that ambiguous. We just, this is such a, it's a true crime. It's based on a, an actual true event. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, it's very hard to still figure out what on earth is going on. Yeah, because I think we still don't know. No, no. Well, I certainly don't know what no, the no, no end of this is, but I still think that nobody knows, full stop. Yeah. No. No, so it is fascinating, um, a fascinating story and a well worth a watch if you haven't. Um, and I think that there are probably, is there eight episodes in total? Yes, yeah, I think it's eight yeah. max. There could even be less than that, yeah. One a week, so you've got time to catch up and um, get on board with that. Yeah. Mm. Now, I know I drop the name of this show constantly, but I don't think I've ever actually gone into detail about why I love The Split so much. Sell it to me, Brendan, because I'm still yet to watch it and I always tell you I'm going to watch it, yeah. but I haven't. Well, it's hard for you to watch it because it's not available freely in Ireland. You just can't get it because we don't have iPlayer. Um, so I would like to make my case for The Split if you haven't yet watched it. So it's a BBC drama created yeah. by a woman called Abby Morgan. She's done loads of TV shows and movies as well, including The Iron Lady she did. Uh, it's about a family of divorce lawyers. Okay, so you've got Hannah, Nina, Rose, and then their mum, Ruth, who are played by Nicola Walker, iconic, uh, Annabelle Schloey, uh, sorry, Scully, uh, Fiona Button, and Deborah Findlay. And they are three sisters and their mother and they run their own uh, divorce okay. firm, right? I, I already am like, wow, this is giving me good wife vibes. It's unbelievable. Like, you would also love if you're into your clothes, like the shoes, the dresses, the bags, all that, like everything is, nice you know. Nice satin shirt, yeah, pencil exactly, skirt. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so um, uh, uh, there's three seasons mm. and it's, it's all about them and obviously their professional lives. But then what's really interesting is like... Uh, 
as part of their job, they're really able to advise, like, matter-of-factly, this is how you deal with, you know, romantic situations and matters of the heart and everything. But then we're also watching their own personal lives. And obviously, when it's you yourself, yeah. you're not able to oh, advise sure. yourself. Everyone as, gives the best advice, but exactly. in their own life, they don't have a, a, a clue. Yeah, so each series has, like, one overarching, like, case or storyline. So you'll have, like, one either, like, massive prenup or a massive divorce or whatever. And then each episode within a series that has a kind of a mini kind of case within oh, each look, as well, great, right? Great, great. And they're all fabs. So you've got like you've got the wags and you've got like the rich and famous and just the, the rich and not famous. Like it's really, really fascinating. Uh, the soundtrack is incredible. There's a lot of London grammar. Oh, you will okay. cry. Like you will cry. It's very emotional. It's just a real easy watch. That's what I love about that as well. And the wider cast is also incredible. You've got Stephen Mangan who's amazing. You've got Mira Sial who I love. So you might know, remember her from the Kumars years ago. She was also in Broadchurch. Damien Maloney, who we love, Irish yes. guy, who Hannah just mentioned there is in Brassic. He was also in Game Face with Roisin Connolly. Oh, that was He was the so driving instructor. Good. Oh my gosh, yeah, that is he's hilarious. Brilliant. Um, Donna Eyre makes an appearance in one of the seasons. Uh, and Laura Pulver, who, if you were a Sherlock fan, you'll remember was Irene Adler. Okay. The Naked Lady with the Whip. Um, so the cast is incredible. Soundtrack's incredible. The storylines, writing, everything. So there are three seasons on BBC. The third one just ended. It's it's done and dusted now. It's finished. Um, if you have iPlayer, I would recommend you watch it. Yeah. If you don't, if there is a DVD box set, I would implore you to get it and then probably get a DVD player as Give well. Give me that CD-ROM. Yeah. Um, and Abby Morgan, yeah, as I said, created it. And I'm currently reading her memoir, which is called This Is Not A Pity Memoir. Mm. And by God, after reading her book, well, I'm not finished yet, but like she was going through so much personally when she wrote, this, especially the second series of this and yeah. I think the third. And I can see now from stories from her own life that they fed into some of the characters and their trials and their tribulations. It's, Amazing. Well, you sold it to me. That was Brendan's big show of the week, The Split, available on the iPlayer right now. Um, now, I've chosen a bit of a different type of show this week. Oh, yeah. Um, usually we do like, you know, a crime drama or that type of thing. I've actually gone with a reality series and um, I am a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan. I know that you've watched you, the, yeah, the UK, UK version. One, yeah. I've watched quite a few of the American um, seasons. And this time round, I want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars winners. Okay. Okay. So it's season seven of All Stars. And the thing about All Stars is they usually take all of the most, you know, memorable and talented and hilarious, iconic contestants from all different seasons, put them all together and they all compete against each other. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this time round, it's actually even more exciting. Um, and I'm sure, as you can guess from the title, it's all former winner, winners of RuPaul's Drag okay, Race. So I think just that winners. people have been asking for this for quite a while. Um, so. There is a spoiler here. There is a twist this season. And um, basically, no one's going home. Oh, what do you mean? So they're all going to be in it until the finale. Oh. Right? Which is actually amazing because these are all winners that people are so dedicated yeah. to and are so talented. It's almost like as well when the judges are judging them, they have no critiques really. I'd imagine as well with with a group of people who were, the standard was so high that they were all winners, uh, the workroom must be interesting. 
Yeah, but actually because they've all worked together all since right. the show. It's, They're grand. It's, it's really, and I think as well, I think if you go on, ra- on Drag Race the first time round, you're so nervous, you're really trying to prove yourselves. All of these people don't need to. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They know that they're the shit. So they're all having a gas all time. Okay, good. Do. Now, I'd say it's going to ramp up. It's going to get really tense, I think, between them because of this twist, right? So no one's going home. Instead, they're going to actually be competing with each other via like a report card. So every week, there's going to be two tops of the week yeah. and they're each going to get a star. Okay. And whoever has the most stars at the end, the four of them are going to get into the right. finale. But if you win a star, you get a chance to then, if you win the lip sync and the star, you can block someone else from getting a star the following week. Oh, okay. So it's going to get yeah. juicy. So the first two episodes of this premiered, I think on Friday. So when we came back from Hannah's Hen on Sunday evening, I watched the two of them and I was just thrilled. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Sunday. That's all you need an easy watch after being yeah. in Port Havers. Exactly. So it's going to get really juicy when they start blocking each other yeah. from getting the stars. Um, so just to touch with you about the cast of this. So we've got Jada Essence Hall okay. who won, oh, it was about two seasons ago, who's a real pageant girl, right? Right. Um, Jinx Monsoon, who I almost, I don't, I don't want to say this a bad way, but I actually forget about Jinx, even though I love Jinx so much yeah. when she won. I don't know what it is. I think maybe it was so, it was a good while ago. Okay. Jinx is one to watch right. for this. I know Holy that, I know her name, moly. but I don't know she any is, of these queens. The talent, the snatch game I'd heard this week was, okay. uh, they said it was the best snatch game in the show's history. Oh, wow. Because they were all, like, uh, most of them, top of their game. Can you tell us who she did? Um, she did Judy Garland. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she did Judy Garland, and who else did she do? I can't even remember off the top of my head. But the Ju- the Judy Garland was, oh, my, okay. good God. Okay. So, uh, Jinx Monsoon, Monet Exchange and Trinity the Tuck, right? They actually joined... They're the only joint winners in history of the show. Oh, okay. They both won one of the seasons of All Stars. Oh, wow. Yeah, Monet Exchange is great. We saw Monet we, Exchange. Yeah, in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Trinity the Tuck as well. Oh, my gosh. Trinity did... Um, what is the name of that lovely guy that we all loved during lockdown and he's small, he has grey hair and he has a southern accent and he was in Will and Grace. Oh, my God. Leslie. 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 No, no that's his character's name, is no, it? Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan, Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Trinity is Leslie Jordan in the Snatch Game. Oh, I brilliant. was in tears, right? Then Raja <laughs> as well is in this. That small guy that we loved during lockdown. Yeah, yeah. all the videos. Yeah. Um, Raja is in this. Raja won, I think, season three of All Stars. So it's been like over 10 years okay. since she was on the show. She's a fashion queen. So creative. Loves the horoscopes. Gemini queen. The Vivian from RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one okay. is competing in this. Right. She's the only UK contestant on in, in the, a bunch of Americans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting there. So that's an interesting concept. Mm. And I, the Vivian had said, you know, she she was like, you know, I'm the only one I really feel like I have the weight of the UK on my shoulders, yeah, you know, competing yeah. in this competition. Evie Oddly, who's really strange and it did that incredible lip sync against Brooklyn Heights um, that I watch all the time. You know, the Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. Oh, I don't know if I do, e- do I? Uh, uh, watch it. Okay. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, Evie's really kooky and um, super talented. And then the phenomenal Shea Coulee is also um, among the cast. So Shea Coulee was the queen that was up against Sasha Velour with the Rose Battles. Oh, Oh yeah, I remember that one. Like yeah, Shea yeah, Coulee yeah. is such a strong competitor, like a triple threat, so good at everything. Yeah, amazing outfits, amazing performer. Like Shay, I am such a huge fan. So yeah, this is such a great watch. Um, two episodes were out last week. I think it's one a week after that, and every Friday, and you'll be able to watch it on Paramount Plus if you have that. Okay, or else on Way Presents Plus, yeah. that you can sign up to. Um, so yeah, the best snatch game in the show's history. Jinx was also sorry, Natasha Leone. 
Is that another queen, yeah? No, Natasha Lyonne oh. is a, um, an actress um, oh. who was in Russian Doll, Russian Doll. Monet was Mike Tyson as well. That was hilarious. hilarious. And um, Jada was Prince. Oh, wow. And looked so hot. Okay. So hot. So, yeah, this is a great series to watch if you're into Drag Race. Or if you haven't, I feel like you'd watch this and just... Yeah, like I only, I've only watched season two and three of the UK one. And other than that, I've seen like a couple of lip syncs on YouTube and that's it. That's my that's the extent of my knowledge of Drag Race. But if I would like to watch the, the, the basically the champion of champions just to see the standard. The standard is yeah. just incredible. So, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7, Fridays on Paramount Plus, And I will be watching that every Saturday morning with the cup of tea and with my cat. Lovely. Yes, exactly. Lovely. Um, so that's my big show of the week. Um, we actually got in quite a few emails with some recommendations if you are looking for something new to watch, right? Yeah, so, I am in the market at the moment, actually. First up is from Emily Target. Okay. Emily says, now I love a good binge and I love you guys. Great listening lockdown. Well, not for my poor ears. Sorry about Sorry. the audio quality. Can we stop talking about Quarantelli? Yeah. No, I think this might have been oh, uh, no. Line of Duty. <laughs> no, it was not. There was one or two episodes that weren't the best with the audio. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so Emily says, I would heavily suggest watching Killing Eve if you haven't already. I'd also suggest Gentleman Jack with Saran Jones. Great female leads for both. I'm currently watching Gentleman Jack series two as it's on every Sunday and it's based Based on the real life uh, story of a lesbian living in the 19th century and she had coded diaries. So that's the one to watch. We love yeah, Saran, Saran Jones. Jones yeah. We obviously loved Vigil. Um, no Irish people in it, sadly. And Emily says, I'd like to thank you guys for continuing the podcast because it's gas. Well, she said she's so funny. I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> and she says, please have more Tom Thumb conversations. We were supposed to go to a Tom Thumb pub in Liverpool. We were just we just completely lost the front of ourselves. We were trying to find the Holiday Inn instead. Yeah, um, Alex Watson has sent us an email to shrinepod@gmail.com and says, "Guys, great to have you back. One of the most surprising TV shows I watched this year that really grabbed me was Couples Therapy. It's made by Showtime, um, but it is available on the BBC. I'm sure it will be available for you guys soon. Fingers crossed. Um, I stuck an episode on while I was working for background noise, thinking that it would be a bit of fluff and." Um, it actually sucked me right in and I ended up watching every episode with my girlfriend. The show follows a number of real couples who go to see um, a clinical psychologist in New York and it's like Gogglebox meets The Sopranos with therapy scenes. And there are two series out here already and the third one is hopefully on the way soon. So I thought it was a fantastic one and a change of pace from all of the scripted drama of TV. I've just Googled it here. So it is, it's a documentary. Like, so it follows real people. It's yeah. got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, there you go. So thanks for that, Alex. Um, Lias Chalk has gone in touch and says hey guys I love the podcast you need to watch Girl slash Hadji on Netflix I've seen this it comes up a lot but I've never pressed play okay so sell it to me Lias says um, it's a slow first episode but from there it's amazing and it has the wonderful Kelly MacDonald in it oh great yeah um, and we have an email from Anna who says hi guys delighted you are back I would recommend We Are Lady Parts it is a British sitcom about an all female Muslim punk band it came out last year and it's so so funny only six 35 minute episodes so easy to get through and it has the ever elusive 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, there you go. So thank That's you so much for that, Anna. And Gail um, Farrington as well says, um, Hull Razors, um, I don't know if you've seen this, it's on Channel 4, it features Line of Duty's Tatlene, Dot Cotton and Chris Lomax. So a little nod to Line of Duty, but it's very funny and maybe from her being from Hull, she just gets the humour. 
Love it. Yeah. So there you go. There are a few TV shows um, to watch if you're looking for something new. And thank you so much to everybody for emailing us with their recommendations. Thank you for your recommendations. And now a friend of the podcast, <gasps> celebrity master chef winner, TV and radio presenter, podcast host, and whatever else you're having yourself. Uh, our TV recommendation from our friend of the podcast this week comes from none other than the fabulous Riyadh Khalif. Hi, Shrine of Telly. How are you doing? It's Riyadh here. Um, uh, hi, Bren. Hi, Reb. Hi, Hannah. I'm here to tell you uh, what telly I recommend that you need to get stuck into. It's Conversations with Friends. It's on the BBC. It's just launched. And it's uh, Sally Rooney's follow-up after um, Normal People, which I know we all absolutely adored. Um, it's brilliant. It's emotional. It annoys you and infuriates you. It's based in Ireland, so you feel like you're kind of in it. You see all the bits of the uh, Dublin city and um, other parts of the country that uh, you sort of grow you grew up in and that feels pretty cool but also you see the things in relationships that you shouldn't do so you can kind of learn from it and you, you don't fuck up your own situation um, and just by chance I'm uh, presenting with Ivana Lynch the Obsessed With Conversations with Friends podcast on BBC Sounds or wherever you get your podcasts so take a watch of the show and then come over and listen to our podcast as we pick it apart love you guys oh Riyadh thank you so much we cannot wait to listen to your podcast and I'm really loving Conversations with Friends I have um, the next two episodes yeah, I think to I watch do, now I have to catch up as well yeah yeah so good um, that is it for Shrine of Telly this week thank you so much for listening again and uh, also thanks so much for all your support um, if you do support us on patreon.com forward slash shrine pod uh, you will get these episodes earlier um, uh, thanks to to, uh, everyone including Nisha Clark uh, Graham Meakin uh, Laura Shaw and Jim C as well this week ShrinePod uh, sorry patreon.com forward slash ShrinePod we really appreciate it um, and we also would really appreciate a cheeky five star review on Apple because we haven't actually you know oh, we literally haven't asked for this we haven't forever. so that would be great um, especially about Shrine of Telly because um, this is our new baby and you can of course get in touch with us on social at ShrinePod Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and we will be back next week chatting more telly and less Port Haver's hen. <laughs> In the meantime, take care, guys. This is TV Worth Talking About. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at TrimePod.